0: Hello, and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Bob and Hillary, episode 88. We've got an exciting episode for you guys today. We have Jamie and Casey Stone from Alpha 2 Developments. We're interviewing them. They've come through our mentoring program. They're pretty legendary. They're doing some amazing things, and we know you're going to listen to this podcast and be incredibly inspired. So let's jump on into episode Lucky 88. Welcome to episode 88. As I said, an exciting interview with Jamie and Casey Stone from Alpha 2 Developments. Is it Alpha 2 Developments, guys?
1: Uh, Alpha Squared. Development company. company. On the uh, Alpha 2, Alpha oh. Squared box shape, um, the flying background in that name. Alpha well.
2: to the power 2. Yeah,
1: that's right. Alpha Squared property.
0: Okay, sorry about that. Alpha squared, but that, that's where the number two is off your… Uh
2: These guys love mathematics, obviously. <laughs> He's, a He's a pilot. Don't they oh, live yeah. On numbers? Yeah. 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 They, they got a backup website, <laughs> E yeah, squared.
1: I did want a short email address, not something that's long-winded. It's just so hard to explain sometimes, mm. email address over a, a conversation. So I just want it short and sweet. So alpha2.com.au.
0: Stands yep. Perfect and love it. Uh, yeah. How often do you have to write your email address somewhere? And you're so thankful when it's short. Property's so good <laughs> yeah. because it, like, it's so much in a row. Yeah. those letters. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us, guys, and wanting to share a bit about your journey and that, the the good, the bad, and the ugly. We could say the good, the not bad, too and much <laughs> ugly. We hope. <laughs> yeah, not no, too much. It's property
2: development. You get a little bit of ugly speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> so probably.
0: Let, let's see, you, you started off, Bob, I'll let you roll with uh, the, the start of this interview.
2: Yeah, so let, let's cast our mind, minds back uh, early in the piece. So I, I can remember when Jamie came on board. Uh, I think, weren't you guys investors in a couple of projects initially before you jumped into your own? Was that, I'm trying to remember, spoke to yeah, a lot of people over the years. I, I'm going back. We're we involved uh, in some well, of there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like, <laughs>
1: I think I first did your course. It is a long time ago, isn't it? It's 2017. Um, Right. So the the idea was we did some renovation courses, some renovations back in the day. Mm. Um, I purchased, we purchased some properties out west in Sydney um, a long time ago. And the idea back then was to be developers and these were development sites. Mm. Um, So in 2017, we looked to you know, knock those down, do duplexes on those sites. I thought I'd better do some course, do some research. And, of course, the, the OG of developing yeah. <laughs> popped up and all the searches. So I went from there.
2: Yeah, great. Yeah.
0: I remember that, Casey. You were pregnant. Yes. Yeah. 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 You were pregnant at the workshop and you took some photos for me. I remember yeah. that's when I first oh, met you guys. Yeah. yeah, gosh, there you go. So that was like five, but over five years ago.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On about about five years ago, about five years ago, I think. So from that, we kind of uh, learned about developing um, a lot more than I knew in the past, which is not too much, and did the feasibility on those two properties out west. And they came a bit lean, which is surprising, but they were Mm. So the thought process was from there, I'll sell those properties, free up some cash and, you know, um, serviceability. And that got us into more projects in the future. also, after doing your course, I invested some some money in other projects too. This was like a, an apprenticeship to learn from other developers that were experienced to, I guess, show me the ropes.
2: Yeah, good idea. Uh, learn from those that have done it ahead of you. So um, those couple that you bought, which ultimately didn't quite stack up, I mean, that, that could have been that, you know, you weren't 100% great at doing feasibilities like you do now or maybe even some market changes probably at the end of 17 it sort of softened a little bit in those places and it's, it's not unusual sometimes when people join our program that the deals that they thought were okay weren't quite okay and sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and cash out uh and uh, before you can go forward it's like it was almost a step sideways and so you can go forward but you certainly went robinson crusoe uh, back then and uh so so from there, I can remember working with you, with you guys on some uh, subdivisions. We were looking at some subbies at that time as well. Uh, some, well, what were they? Were they like nine or ten lots from memory? So we, we went down the path yeah. looking at some subbies.
1: Yep, they were quite large. Yep, yep.
2: and uh, they were they mm-hmm. were larger. Uh, but I mean, you know, there's a difference between a ten lot subdivision and ten townhouses in terms of cost and the equity requirement. But Anyway, that's a good exercise. I always like subbies because I, I cut my teeth on them for the first four years in development. I never actually built anything other than blocks of land, so I do have an affinity for it. But then, then moving on uh, from that, you got into, if you like, the construction side. I remember you doing a few Renaults as well. Remember, was that during COVID where yes. you, you switched and sort
1: of did oh, yes. tell us about that yeah. and, and how that came about. Remember, that's they were
0: remote Renaults, which yeah. was interesting. You didn't they tell, were remote. tell us
1: that story. Right. Yeah. yeah still coming back to me now so yeah, those two houses we were speaking of uh, nice. earlier um together those kind of looking more presentable for sale we did uh, renovations on those so just a quick uh, touch-up paints make them look nice new kitchens etc mm-hmm. and i believe that was during COVID time it was,
3: and you were also and flying, flying. Yep. i was, I was, was also
1: flying. flying that's my kind of side job now that was full-time up until six months ago <laughs> So I think I was flying in quarantine because of COVID. I couldn't go outside the house for two weeks after coming back from overseas.
3: I couldn't live here. Uh,
1: she couldn't live here. We were managing renovations, <laughs> which were only an hours drive from my house. But, uh, yeah, that was challenging.
3: Was fun. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah it was. We, would it yeah, we means, had to utilise some, some really good agents that we knew that had good connections to be able to make that to happen um, and have them go check on the – Properties to make sure the work had been done so we could pay the bills because we weren't allowed to
0: drive that far. So that was fun. No, right. oh, you were locked in for five no, Yeah, you
2: had yeah. your little radius that you couldn't go outside of.
0: And meanwhile, mum and mum and, and bubs are living elsewhere. Yeah. Yes. Doing? Yeah, we were living so with got my this parents. Family
2: disjoint.
0: Yeah, dropping groceries off on the front door. <laughs> right. Which is always fun.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you forget those things, don't you? Yeah. Like the they sort of. All those little things that we did during that period of time, you you sort of, almost like we just moved on from there. You forget those... Mm. those.
0: Not just that, Bob. I think that if we can, not compare, but if Mm. we we reflect on the interview that we did with another couple, a, a couple of weeks ago, we... We all just do things to make things happen. Mm. So to make things happen, you know, Jamie, you just threw away the comment. My day job as a pilot is part time now because you want to be a property developer, which we can't. That can't go un, unnoticed. <laughs> and how cool is that? That I just don't want to be. A, I'm, I'm just moving out of there. But I think what what we are saying is it's not always, you know, beautiful roses. You had to pull apart as a family, and you know, COVID didn't did imp- impact that. But you would have rolled your sleeves up and done the reno anyway
2: yeah 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 yeah, and i guess um, that's an example of having good contacts yeah yeah
3: it definitely made that's why it worked because
2: of good contacts people you you could rely on Mm
3: -hmm. Mm. definitely
2: so you got that done you got the reno done under 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 difficult circumstances but got it done and and uh did you sell both of those properties
3: I think yep. we did yes. a day or something, um,
0: didn't
1: they? Like two days? They sold quite close together. Yeah. Um, and for quite good prices, kind of before the COVID boom. But um, we can't miss mm. out on A couple of growth there. But the upside there was we purchased not too long after that into one of our sites in Adelaide. We're actually, maybe two or three sites from those sales. So we kind of went from...
2: Yeah, so it was good to cash up.
1: Yeah. It has to be done. At some point, go pull the pin and... Take a maybe a small step backwards for a larger step forwards, which is what we did.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm. and we all do that or have done that. Yeah, it's it's looking to the future, not needing that instant gratification. There's no ego involved in that sort of decision. It, it's it's about the big picture. Yeah, you know, when you, especially where you guys are at now. Can I ask? So. I, you, you said a comment before about you did a few investments and hoping to learn from other people and people listening for this now. You know, we hear this a lot. I'll learn from somebody. How much do you really learn by investing versus how much you learn by actually immersing yourself into a mentoring program, which is you know what you did with us? Would you know? What are your thoughts on that? Bearing in mind, I can cut this if I need. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, like straight. Tell the honest truth here. This is a good question.
1: Look, I think if you're serious about developing, you need someone there by your side with experience.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it's, I've said before to people that have looked at doing developing, they have no, have done no course, um, and this may be floating in the idea, and I, I kind of say, well, you're dealing with a lot of money. It's probably just your money, but um, it's a lot of money. A million, two million, mm. spending five, six, seven, eight grand on ed- education on a small course I think is vital because a small mistake will cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Then going to the next step beyond that, if you had someone with experience, say almost forty years, Bob, um, oh, by your I'm side,
2: looking for that person,
1: <laughs> someone with experience by your side um, for the price mentoring. I think if you're serious about developing, is you know, I think it's a given. Um, yeah. having someone to give you direction, even the deals that you don't do early on. And, you know, Bob, right? think back to the the those in our bin was quite, you know, quite a lot. But those that you don't do early on will save you a bucket load of money.
3: I think also, yeah. Hilary, I think um, part of your question was about like the, what we've invested in, like being investors. Was that also what you were yeah. talking about there? Yeah, yeah. Um, what we've, uh, it's definitely been, a journey um expectations versus reality um where yes being an investor I I definitely think is important and it's being very clear what you want out of it and getting that out of it as well you can just obviously be a bit of a sideline investor and just put your money in but from our perspective we've really wanted to learn and um, it's you know pairing yourself with people who um, you know, have a good reputation and are willing to teach you and answer those questions and have those Zoom calls with you so you're getting <clears throat> out of it what you need as well rather than just, you know, I guess the profit side of it. Um, that was our purpose with the investing was to see how it worked a bit more um, and obviously build some more cash so then we could use the cash into doing some more deals. So I really do think it's important, but you've got to pick the right person. They've, they've got to be the right fit for you um, and, and have the right experience as well. So, yeah, I think it's definitely been a good thing for us to, to yes, learn the do's and so. don'ts as well
0: learning i mean understanding what it feels like to give your money to somebody else is actually probably nice for you to know now that you guys are you know using other people's money for your developments you know what that feels like and I, you know, you know, I always relate thing to parent things to parenting because people have always got all the advice in the world to give somebody when they don't have children. But you know, when you have your own, it's a different ball game. Yeah. So it's sort of that you know what that means. That when you're parting with your cash, there's a lot of trust there. Um, you know, what information are you giving to investors? I mean, we hear horror stories all the time that people aren't getting back to them. They don't tell them. So you having gone through that experience that's not going to happen to you because you know what what you what your expectation is yeah absolutely
2: well I always say to anybody that we're teaching development to about investors funds is to put their hat on just stop thinking at the moment about being a property developer mm. go to the other side of the table from an investor what 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 would make you confident to invest with a developer and you go like go through that uh, and and think, yeah, well, okay, well, that's what I need to be doing. Mm. You know, as you say, all that the whole thing. You know, this trust is a big thing. Nothing will happen without a degree of trust. But yeah, yeah and that's great. So you've been on, on both sides of the fence, and now you're you're successful developers in a number of projects uh, where you're sharing the the love, or I suppose more directly, the money, the profits <laughs> uh, with others, <laughs> those investors in your projects.
0: And we love seeing couples do it. How cool oh, is it? Yeah. Like you go. How does it go? Like, who who's the boss? Oh, <laughs> go. Who's the boss? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or what are your strengths? Maybe that's a
2: better question. Yeah. What be. are
0: your strengths, guys? I uh, we definitely have our own
3: strengths, and funny enough, we actually. Well, I was taking cheap jabs at Jamie about him being the boss um, in this situation of of our developing journey and. Um, that I felt underpaid and I don't get annual leave and all those things. But putting that aside, um, okay. we definitely have our own strengths. We have very different people, very different. Um, and I am not a numbers person by any means. It, um, it just That's not how my brain works. I don't do numbers. I do the more creative side of things. Um, I like to deal with people and being that that's my background of, of my... Um, mm-hmm my other job which is sort of really a side thing now as well for is, me yes. but yeah, yeah, yeah both are our side <laughs> okay. things um which is great so we both to explain that both work part-time now um just to bring one full-time wage in and get our own space and our own time and then also do the um developing which feels like a very more than full-time thing anyway <laughs> um, sorry, sorry um yeah, so I'm more the creative person. So I like to work on the plans um, and all the fixtures and fittings. Um, then I work with the renderers. All of that side of things is what I like to do: sourcing products. Um, yeah, where Jamie's uh, spreadsheet,
1: spreadsheet numbers, numbers uh, over analysing,
3: uh, so, so over analysing, through
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, the rough. Uh, Technical,
3: computer, and yeah. also Jamie yeah.
1: does. So back end. Yeah. Um, and the Systems invest- too. Systems yeah. is what we try and work on to mm. try and scale up. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's uh, as I think I've spoken to you guys about, uh, there can be a lot of back end admin mm-hmm. um, yeah. and be looking to kind of outsource that where I can. But um, I have a bit of trouble letting go of that sort of stuff. I think it's kind of done my way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but also, I like to know how things work as well. So, Things like, um, you know, do most of the accounting in regards to zero uh, online uh, accounting software. So just so I know how it's done and then when I know how it's done properly, uh, as best I can, I can outsource that to, um, to someone else. But, uh, yeah, I guess we've got different strengths. Yeah. And they, that's, uh, that's what you want. Almost the opposite, which is... It, <laughs> it's a compliment
3: it is look sometimes we definitely clash i'm not painting roses about this um because we are so different (laughs) i'm being very real working as a couple is um has its you know good and sore points as well um Mm. especially when we're, we're so different and we like things done different ways um i like i can help pay the bills and things like that um and then you know gets passed over jamie to the accounting side so and then we throw looking after a child um, into that. So that's obviously pulls me out a lot. Um, and yeah, it's a balancing act really.
1: Yeah, many balancing mm. many
3: places. Yeah. Uh,
1: developing, you know, being away flying overseas, mm. uh, yeah, our daughter. So but
3: yes. It's ironing out, like <laughs> to start with. We had it was the whole roles part that I, we almost had a conversation said, stop, we need to work out what's my role going to be and what's your go- role going to be so we have the right expectations of what's going mm-hmm. to get done. So it was just more clear we had to do that yeah. because it was rocky at the start of all of this stuff wanting to get done and everything else in life that needs to be done. So, yeah, we had to... Whose job is it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we had yeah. to find those roles or it would have crashed and burned or... <laughs> we would have crashed
0: him bird. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, definitely do that. I this totally beautiful. understand that. Yeah, 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 that's kind of- uh... I
2: mean, I'm, I'm sort of aligned with Jamie in the respect that I'm, I'm very driven by numbers and, and I like numbers. And Jamie's very mathematical. Obviously as a pilot, you have to be extremely good on on uh, on mathematics, you know, to even uh, get through there. And he, he loves to know. I, I like numbers, not, not to the point of, you know. Uh, the extreme maths that you have to do to be a pilot by any means, but um, that's sort of my strength. I I less like uh, <laughs> I less like the other stuff, mm. you know, <laughs> uh, which is probably where you'd come in. I mean, you're, you're straight on to plans and, like, fixtures, fittings, the whole lot, and, and I'm not divorced from that, but it's not what gives me the buzz. Mine's around, like you, Jamie, uh, the all that front-end stuff, which, which I know you love because we talk about it all the time, but that's the... Um, the feasibility, due diligence, I suppose, initially rolls into the feasibility. The feasibility rolls into the finance. And then overriding all of that is the structure. And particularly when you're using investors, the structures are slightly more complex if it's just mm-hmm. you know one person doing something. And that's my buzz. It's probably Jamie's strength as well. And then we – I'm not into doing zero. Uh, that is one no, thing yeah, we absolutely. don't do. <laughs> but, but as Jamie said, uh, once he's – Pretty comfortable with the way everything works. He is happy to outsource. You guys are happy to outsource. So. But, yeah. but oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I can t- understand that fully. That needing to understand how something goes before I let it go. But I think there will be- become a tipping point, and this happened to me, where I'm just like, you do it. Because I've just realised that I'm much more productive if I just you do it, and the person that I had, like I, could, I, I just can't live without her now. She, We're at the point she, she, where she can,
2: she's probably within hearing range. She yeah,
0: she's just them. next door, but she can finish my sentences and cut me off. And, and she's, <laughs> oh, have you done? And she finishes it, and it's in the such, and She gives me the next step, and I'm just like. Oh, my God, I love you. I can't live without you anymore. So once you get to that point where you can trust what somebody's – you've got to trust what, that they know what you mean. And yeah. it just, yeah. it made, it's made me more productive, which means I can support Bob more. You know, I, the, to do what he needs to do, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just how it works. That's how good teams work, eh? Hey? Yeah, it is really. It's the
2: fact that the team happens to be a partnership. The life.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> let's, let's chew some fat then around uh, mm. the developments you got going yeah, on. Tell us and, what's going on. And how that, you know, the first one and then the second one. And now you've got four or five. I don't know with you guys here, it's on, constantly uh, astounding. Uh, yes. The four five, plates. Yeah. Five, yeah. Six.
3: Well, I guess,
0: yeah, it
3: depends. I guess
2: so, we here's a yeah, disagreement yeah. whether it's five or six. No, yeah. no, no.
3: I mean like it's, so we've got five <clears> active ones. Um, but yeah, I guess it depends how far we look like obviously we did our build, we did Mm -hmm. like house and then builds we've done our renovations we've done granny flats and then obviously moved into the bigger things uh the first one um was actually through one of jamie's family members um it came about that they were selling an investment property and jamie did a bit of research around it and proposed it to them because what they were going to get for a straight sale was um Less of the potential of what a development hmm. was going to be, so
1: yeah, so that turned into one in the three lot subdivision in Adelaide, uh, one of the northern suburbs up there, and we sold those as house and land. So that uh completed in December 2021, so um, and s- almost straight after that, or maybe even during that, we were sourcing other properties yes, during that, Yeah. um, and we purchased, um, yeah, probably. Two or three properties in 2021 which are now in construction. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been uh, it's kind of growing quite quickly. Um, as we're discussing the systems in the background before, uh, it can be uh, a bit admin work, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going well.
0: Bob, can I ask yeah. you, you know, you work a lot. Well, I work with Jamie as well, and obviously you did a lot more around numbers. As far as mentoring students go, when you first met Jamie and Casey, what was your feeling? Did you, because we, we think these guys are definitely going to do, these guys are going all the way, these guys are giving up their job, because a lot of people want to become full-time developers, mm. some people just want to do it on the side. Did you know how uh, how au was going to go?
2: Well, I had, obviously when I first started, you yeah, know, Talking, discussing things with people, have a little bit of a look at, and ask them what they've done in the background. So there was was a passion for property. There was a knowledge of property yeah. from both investments and reno's. It doesn't have to be that way. We've got plenty of students who are successful and come straight from nowhere into development. Mm-hmm. But I, but I knew they had that, um, and and I knew that as a say a, as a as an industry, like as a pilot, I knew Jamie would be fairly analytical. But I also thought, well, sometimes that can lead to
0: paralysis, analysis paralysis. Right, yeah. Analysis,
2: and yeah. and uh, I, I didn't know Casey straight away, but I thought, you know, if Casey can can sort of be a foil, uh, in other areas, which she obviously is, because we've just discussed that. Then, then that's going to be a really good combo. And I love, I love team, I, mean, I love individuals doing well, but I, I love it when teams can like, mm. you know, rely mm. on each other's strengths, but they can also like push the other person a bit out of their comfort zone sometimes. Mm. I mean God knows you've dragged me out of a few comfort zones from time to time mm-hmm. uh, kicking and screaming perhaps but you know uh, but that's you know that's how you grow and so yeah i I, I did think that that um, that
0: these, yeah. guys Th-
2: these guys have got it these uh, guys have got it it might be a little bit slow and then we then we had and then they got into some stuff then there was COVID, and we dealt with a lot of stuff through COVID, it like mm. everybody else mm. builders and builders going slow and all that sort of stuff you know everybody's got that but but yeah but as as these guys started to sort of rack up a couple and i thought yeah and and particularly like with the model you guys use where uh, you use your own capital to get your foot on a deal uh, make you know basically upfront risk it. You could say mm-hmm. de-risk it early in the piece through good due diligence, feasibilities, uh, looking at finance and structures. The smart part of property development, by the way, and, and then you can bring an, an investor in who can benefit from all of that that's been done and their knowledge, and obviously make good money out of it. But then extract yours to to move on to another project, and so you're sort of replicating, which I think is a great model. And Jamie. Oh, you know, Jamie Casey do it so well, really, of of all the people that I know that are sort of doing that model, you guys probably do it the best, which is why you do have five or six on the go. And uh, I don't know, what's the future? You're gonna step up to just doing more of those or go back and looking at bigger deals? I don't know.
3: Yeah, we were talking about it this morning, actually, a a little bit um, into where we want to go and what. even though our projects haven't all completed that we're currently doing, like things that I would do differently and what I would like to do in the next sort of, uh, and what the house I would, my ideal would be, um, would be going much more architectural high end um, builds, but obviously mm. we've got to find the right site for that. So if that's not what comes along, then we'll absolutely continue to, to do the level that we're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be what works because it's not always easy to come across a site that the feasibility stacks up and that's what we've been discussing is this we, we got our kits really quickly after I shouldn't say it actually it, it took a while to get the first one as you know Bob there was a lot of ones thrown in the bin and then after the first one that we did with the family member and then we were getting the three sites within a year I remember saying, Jamie, stop, stop, is this is this a lot? And I it was putting me out of my comfort zone because so much of our money was on the line with that. Uh so yeah, it's but now we're more comfortable with the process. I would like to try and do some things that are more high end, um, Mm. a bit more bespoke, but it depends if that's what comes along.
1: And just on the sorry, Sorry, go ahead. No, you go no, you go. I was just gonna say you can stuff on that um, uh, topic before you mentioned about the investors and bringing them in after we put our cash in. I just found it's easier trying to um, Bring an investor into a project that was already there you can go and touch you can go and mm. see it Trying to get someone on board Before you even find something is is doable, but it's harder to give them the idea about so uh, we can go find this Project it could be this size. It could be what we do in this suburb over here a lot of what-ifs whereas if you have something going right now look here it is this is what we're up to this is how we're going so far um would you like to join is it a lot better and easier to get someone to jump in then than yeah. before anything happens at all
3: and i think also to add to that point is about people being ready because <clears throat> if you talk in that first scenario where it's there isn't the deal there as such. And people, how are you ready? How long will it take you to get ready? And people give you a, um, you know, a number of how long it will take you. That doesn't actually come to fruition of that actual number. And then, you know, your lead times can can blow out. So that's what we found having the actual product and saying, are you ready? And then that nuts out the serious people is what we yeah. found that yep. it's much easier for us to say, as Jamie said, this is it, are you ready? And people just jump in, they're a yes or a no. So it's not as much dancing with each other.
1: There's a, yeah, I'm ready. And (laughs) Mm. then there's a, well, here's the form.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) And there's that lag in between yes and actually, yes, yes. (laughs) Can I ask a question then? Do you, and I know a lot of people do, do you lean on the fact that um, that Bob checks over your deals when you offer people an opportunity. Are you still doing that, or I know you, initially you do, but is that something you still offer? so oh, I'm sorry, am I allowed to ask that? I'm just wondering. <laughs> whatever you yeah.
1: want. Uh, we, we certainly did at the start, and uh, you know, certainly got Bob there on call if uh, if needed. So that is a great selling point. Um, um, so yeah, definitely early on, you know, without having done any or many deals at all, that was uh, a good. A good reference and reassurance for the investor. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. And us too. Yeah, and us. Too. But now you've got your wings, we could say well, as a pun. Yeah, I mean these guys are more than <laughs> capable of us. doing yeah. all that now. partly, yeah. Now they have wings. Well,
2: yeah. I mean the the thing is, you know, you got my number, so that's that's the thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. and it's definitely yeah. something that we don't hesitate to utilise as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's not even just a selling point. It's it's a very real thing that we use. So.
2: I, I just love hearing about them. I, so, sometimes we, we, I talk to you guys and I don't actually, like, how would I put it? We, we have a conversation. You haven't actually learned anything from the other conversation because you really didn't need it. But I get a lot out of it because I love, I love talking deals and seeing deals and I love seeing, you know, people that have come, have come through a program and been really successful. Mm. And, and so I just love, like, listening listening to these guys go through a deal, even though if, even if I might not actually add anything. To it, mm. just well, to. I, love, I love deals, particularly the front end. You know, like we, what we talk about initially. Of course, is you know the, the numbers and the structure and the fees and the, you know the, what, if the valuation comes this, this, then this is the equity requirement. You know, all mm. that sort of stuff we love. But, um.
1: but sometimes that's
0: yeah. golden. so the yours are all out of state. So yes, yeah. sorry.
1: sometimes yeah. that's really golden too. Because if um, it's just reassurance. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if there's a mistake there, Bob should pick it up. Um, if there's no mistakes. And they go well. You know that's fantastic. Um, yeah. I was right.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and and you're always right. Yeah. So no, not just carrying wrong. on that one step further. <laughs> <laughs> so the model where where you guys uh, use some of your own funds initially secure an in, uh, a deal, making sure it is a deal, and then uh, invite investors to come and come and share in that that, that opportunity. Is that a model you're going to keep rolling with? But it's just that the product you look at now, perhaps switching to, you know, Fine. up, up high-end housing. You're still going to use that same model with investors, just a slightly different product, maybe than what you've been doing. Is that is that the go? Am I on the track here?
1: Um, I think we will do a mixture. So we have done that in previous projects and still will in the future. But also we've done you know kind of straight JVs where. Um, they join at the very start, we go find a project from there, and they're on board mm. all the way through. So kind of a mixed bag, and you know, I think we'll keep it like that going forward.
2: Yeah, so an opportunity for all types of investors, really. Those that like to get into a project, pure, you know, joint venture, definitely, you know, what called joint venture with an equity partner, money partner, it's called all things. People that like to get in at the very front end, Come to some agreement on profit share, you know, be involved in it, uh, and also people who might not want to be, you know, that deeply involved in a project, but would like to make some good money by investing from the outside, if you like, what we call a loan partner. Mm-hmm. So you got opportunities in different projects for for those different types of investors. That that's basically it, is it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah correct.
2: Correct. Yeah. Great. Oh, I'm sure there's some investors out there that um, listening. Well, listening.
0: Yeah i'm just i'm just going to say your A L P H A A L P H A number two so alpha two which means alpha squared uh, dot com dot au so check out that website and you can mm. obviously make contact with casey and jamie even just for a chat it's always good to just find out what you guys have got coming up and um yeah potentially long as, long, how as it you,
2: long as you got some money in
0: the bank yeah not just for a yarn they're busy people yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that I, just that just I don't want to talk about the weather that. or <laughs> or,
2: or where the fish are biting? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's you. Bob. Although
2: I probably, I probably would take a phone call if people can tell me where With the, the fish, fish are biting. biting.
0: <laughs> so I just want to go down the road of where you're developing out of state. Are you still because you guys are based in New South Wales and everything is down in South Australia? South
1: Australia. Yes, in Adelaide. So
0: is it still? Is that still out, all of yours out of state still?
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. So those five projects are in Adelaide. So um, yep head down there or we head down there once a month at least to check on the projects yeah. um, to make sure they're all going as planned. Um, we still look at uh, other areas too, um, certainly still looking at Adelaide because uh, it is a decent market at the moment um, even after those interest rate rises but um, it is one of the challenges of course it would be a lot easier having it um, the projects next door or just down the road so obviously there's a long way away for us but one of the perks of being in the airlines is you know we can uh get down there Jump without um, so
0: us yeah um
1: but yeah and for family
0: now, your family's down there too
1: that's right yes yeah, so i can see my family as well yeah. at the same time so it's a great excuse to go and see them um but still looking you know elsewhere close by as well um hmm. it'll be a lot easier having it you know within half an hour's drive or more um as opposed to a few hours flight away but you, you but do so, what you to have to yeah. do and you there's make only so
3: much you can do during the build process anyway it's it's going to happen regardless and we've got our contacts and people that will go past and take photos and check things for us anyway so is mm. there's we don't need to be down there all the time um at during the build stage at the start um you know with selections and things and it's getting busier and going to suppliers then definitely down there a lot more but it 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 slows down um, whilst the build happens. Mm, We don't need to be there as often, but we still make the effort to go down and um, catch up with other developers down there as well, which is great. So um, yeah, keeping with the network that we've got in um, Adelaide. Yeah, Uh,
2: works well. Yeah, you certainly proved, and we know it anyway, with a lot of our students who develop remotely uh, in other states. And uh, I always say the secret to success in developing somewhere else is to have a good team at the other end. Yeah. and yeah, you obviously right. do, you've got a good good team yeah. and other people outside of that immediate development team that can also, as you say, do some, do a flyby, take photos, you know, do this, yeah. do that. That's what yeah. it's all about. I, I did a re- retirement village in Bendigo, oh gosh, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe more, and uh, 75, uh, 75 apartment, uh, well, it wasn't apartments, it was a sort of little villas. 75 villa uh, retirement village over a few years and I went there five times in, oh, in really? the whole project wow. yeah 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 um, it's very cold <laughs> in being a you winner know, so you've got to be careful
0: you know. but, <laughs>
2: but the secret to that was I had a real great team at the other end mm. you know initially in the approval process yeah. a yeah. surveyor and a planner who you know had that business mm. for years and years had a good architect he he was in Melbourne and he'd have to make the drive up but he was absolutely brilliant the whole of the way through you know just did all the work I would have done and and a great builder who just finished a retirement village. And, I mean, between that core team, I, I could have gotten by on less than five trips. Uh, but it just shows you that the value of having a good team at the other end. But, oh, I say the easiest project you'll ever do is if, if you do the one next door to where you live.
0: Yeah, it's always <laughs> the easiest. I couldn't agree
3: I've more. I have even seen mine. Having a, uh, yeah. the right team.
2: Yeah.
1: Having a, so had, valuable.
3: I so had valuable.
1: a few yeah. uh, yeah. not-so-great team members in in certain areas that mm-hmm. um on the way, but... Um, you learn who the good ones are quickly these days and the bad ones and hold on um, the mm. good ones for long term and yeah. uh just move on for the bad ones quickly
2: yeah yeah so here's a is a slightly curly one but property development doesn't go perfectly god only knows <laughs> i've known that for 40 years uh no. but um, in the last say say two years even mm-hmm. uh what what are some of the biggest issues that you've had to overcome there might only be one or two. Don't tell me there's none because i <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there,
3: there, are, there are some. <laughs> there are some, definitely. There's, um, a, there's a few. We've had. Yeah. There's definitely been
1: stressful
3: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, be very real about
1: that. Uh, Timeframes have been a big one. Adelaide. Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: It's kind of a different world down there now, pre and, pre-COVID and and today. Mm. So pre-COVID things were quite zippy. Um, you could get out, you know, a duplex in 12, 15 months um, if everything goes well. These days, that timeline has almost, I wouldn't say doubled, but it definitely has stretched quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So things for the council have come, become a lot slower. Building timeframes, as you said earlier, has become a lot uh, longer as well. Um, so that has been a, a big challenge, the timeframes flying out. Um,
3: because we these timeframes hadn't blown out until we were into our project and then they started to blow out, so our expectation changed a lot like the, those goalposts changed in terms of a time frame a lot because it all of a sudden was like okay now there's the the delays on everything and mm. every person that you speak to that's um we went in thinking 12 15 months done let's get out you know and that's changed heavy so, days yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, we, and there's and, nothing we can do about it there is absolutely nothing uh, we You know, we we try our best to um, keep on top of our builders and make sure we're a priority, Um, but it is what it is with the times at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and Mm. it's just keeping all of our investors updated, that that is exactly what's happening. yeah. So important um, to let them know if our, uh, well, our timeframes have blown out. That is reality. I don't know anyone who hasn't. So, yeah, we've um, definitely kept everyone updated
0: that um, that's Mm. what's so mm-hmm. that's one so of some them. Some good news, maybe, in that area. You know, timeframes blowing out. We had a yeah. conversation this morning with timeframes that are coming in. So maybe mm-hmm. that that trend could, uh, whether that's just that project mm-hmm. in, spe- uh, uh, in particular, or maybe that might be a thing to happen. And another thing that I had a conversation with uh, another mentoring student, a session with one this morning, had deals that he looked at that weren't stacking up um, in a different state to yeah. you guys are stacking up now and we're looking at things that are coming in at 21 percent for duplex threes and townhouses yeah. so
2: that's because the he's looked at some properties yeah. let's <clears throat> say a year ago that were 1.2 and now he can get them at, you know one 950 to 1 because yeah. in that area things did pull back uh you know mm-hmm. there's a bit of that correction after the bull run everybody had in the, in the two big cities and uh so he's seeing deals pop up again.
0: So hopefully that happens for you. Oh, a different,
2: different city, so, yeah. but different dynamic. Yeah. But also even bill times. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, everything that's happened to you has happened to everybody. So yeah. you, you just do the best you yeah. can do. Yeah. And I think one of the important things you just said is you keep your investors updated. And that is critical because I see people who use investors sometimes. They just go to ground. They don't answer their phone. You can't find them.
0: I think you've been affected and, by that and, as well, haven't you?
2: And, and what happens is you immediately think the worst, yeah. don't you? Um, yeah, you it's do. better if, if, as an investor, I'd rather find out. I look. I know we talked about twelve months, but it's going to be eighteen or twenty. Uh, but you know, that's the way it is. It's the market. We're certainly doing this and this, and they, you know, while while it might, mightn't be wonderful news because they're hoping to get some money back, but they know what's going on. They're okay about. It. They know it's nobody's mm. fault. Yeah, I, I've been through that. Even you know, in the retirement village. And, uh, you know, but always kept people up to date and, and you know people are most people are pretty good about that But that's that is important thing if you're using investors That's just a little tip. I guess mm. that you guys fully appreciate Is yeah. things happen. It's probably development. Keep your investors yeah. up to date. They'll respect you for that
0: oh, uh, yeah. that's, that's most important. They respect you. Mm. Yeah,
2: and and they'll go into the next deal as well yeah. And I've had that happen. I had a builder guy go broke on a project once Uh, You know, it's not easy telling a bunch of investors on a five-storey apartment block. The builder's just gone broke. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we had a story of what we were going to do, uh, you know, in terms of working with the quantity Mm -hmm. surveyor, finding out the cost to complete. We've already talked to the financier. They're prepared to do that, da 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 And and, uh, it it dragged on, you know, and and, and cost more. But at the end of the day, um, all the investors were fine. And some of them said, oh, we're going into your next deal because we've seen what happens. Under extreme pressure and how you performed and what you did, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're still happy to go. So that's how important it is, I think. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to over, overdo it. Stuff. But yeah. It's just that we do hear from people we're, that are just lost and, and can't get a response from. Yeah. Anybody, you
3: know? Yeah. yeah you see, as you said before, Hilary, you've got to put yourself in their shoes, and we've been in those shoes, so we will. Do everything yeah. to make sure people feel comfortable the whole way through because it takes a lot for people to mm. save up a hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars that's a lot of money and a lot of work hours or equity or however people um have obtained it that it's not a throwaway, throwaway money it's not just you know pocket cash mm. so yeah we have a lot of respect for anyone who invests with us and trusts us um that we will show that back to them in um mm. in respect to them of exactly what's happening. And sometimes it's not nice a nice feeling, I should say. It's not a nice feeling to have to reach out to someone and say, "Hey, this is happening, um and you've been told here's the time frame um for instance from the builder." And then 2 months later you're going back again and saying, "Now this has happened." Mm. Um it doesn't mm. make us mm. feel great, but if we didn't tell them, then you know it, it may.
0: Um, Their brain out. just goes to frightening. Yeah. yeah, I think the
2: important thing is above all in that is, is it's no incompetence on your part. I mean, if you've done a whole heap of things wrong and messed messed up the project and da 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 da, uh, yeah, I can imagine somebody feeling pretty mm. bad. But I don't understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, you know, people. Understand, they know what's going on out there. They know interest rates go up. They know builders are taking a lot longer to build. You know, not, don't live under a rock. You don't have to be a developer to understand all those things. So, mm. so that's why it's good. Anyway, enough about that. What, what are you thinking, Hillary?
0: Well, I'm thinking. I think these guys
2: are wonderful. I love to yeah, to I could go all day, but I better not. <laughs>
0: no, because I think we're, pro- we're probably winding into an end. I just probably want to say, but uh, f- we've enjoyed having you in our mentoring program, and it, it's always great to see friends for life. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. It's always just great to see, um, I don't know, just good, solid people. And I think we're very really lucky in our community. We do have good, solid people. They come along because they're serious about becoming developers. And you guys were serious. And it's just um, been awesome to watch that you're both now working part-time. And, and this is through that period of, that, of developing when things have been a little bit crazy. So we mm-hmm. just wish you so much success in the future. Yeah, that's... This is, that's pretty much it. So, yeah,
2: and we love being on the on the outside edge of it, even if it's just uh, keeping up to date and hearing about it.
0: It
3: totally yeah, is. Right, so, yeah, I have to say that, um, as you know, we've done quite a few courses through renovating and other ways of investing and um, getting into all different things with property. And I, I generally mean this that when I sat down in your workshop, it felt like the right place to be, um, and that comes down to the both of you uh, are so approachable and genuine that it wasn't um, it wasn't an act, it wasn't a show. And a lot of other people that we have trained through, um, it's a bit of a facade. And when Jamie spoke about investing the money uh, to do the mentoring program, um, I was 100 percent for it. I didn't actually, I didn't hesitate at all because I felt comfortable and it was all your training is so clear and simple it's not throwing a million ideas out there it's just this is the way it's done and uh, I, I, I say a simple process obviously it's a hard thing to do but um yeah it's been great so yeah we appreciate the friendship and the the mentoring it's
1: been fantastic well, thank you we we're both appreciative <laughs>
0: yeah we both are yeah all righty well on that note Yes. Sure, we, we could wind this one up. Okay. We will put links maybe to your website below if you're serious about investing. And we can't wait to watch the space and find out, well, you're usually on our Q&As, Jamie and Casey, so we'll you'll have to let us know when we actually hear that it's full-time developing, when you've gone the whole, or the full way, or maybe you'll just stay with the part-time, I don't know where that goes, or when you've been, been able to hire yourself what, like I've got. Yeah, well, I,
2: I guess, you know, as people involved in the airline industry, they, you know, they've shot along the tarmac, they've, they've got liftoff. Yes. And I don't know anything about flying, of course. No. Uh, <laughs> I, think they, I think they're heading rapidly for 36,000 feet.
0: Excellent. And what a place to be hanging about. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for this. And um, we hope that people feel inspired by listening to this episode. And, of course, if you're interested in learning about property development, propertymastermind.com.au, check us out we've got a few programs underway and we're relaunching our website which means nothing to you but to us it's exciting uh, <laughs> anyway catch you next week everybody see ya thanks